Well, that didn't take long. Jay Leno's going to be back on stage Sunday night after checking out of a burn center Monday. He had a previously scheduled show in Hermosa Beach, California for this Sunday night. And Leno said, yeah, no, I'm, I'll be there. And Leno says he's hanging in there and everything's fine and then made a joke about barbecue yesterday. <laughs> so I guess he's ready for the stage. Jonathan Kane of Journey responded to his bandmate Neil Sean of Journey's accusation uh, of, uh, of Sean's accusation and lawsuit that Jonathan Kane used a Journey American Express credit card for personal expenses. Okay. Are you Mr. Journey? Yes, I am. Thank okay. you. So Jonathan Kane says these are malicious lies that his band made. Now, these guys are still in the band together. They're supposed to play on stage They're in supposed January. to play open arms and look yeah. at each other. So um, uh, he's calling them malicious lies, Jonathan Cain says, of Neil Sean's accusations. He says the lawsuit has no merit. He says Neil has always had access to the credit card statements. What he lacks and what he is really seeking is the, is the ability to increase his spending limits. Neil has been under tremendous financial pressure as a result of his excessive spending and extravagant lifestyle, which led to him running up enormous personal charges on the band's credit card account. When efforts were made to limit his use of the card to legitimate band expenses, Neil unfortunately decided to attack me rather than trying to get his reckless spending under control. Now, I don't know anything about what Jonathan Kane does or whatever. I don't follow him on like any kind of social media, but I do follow Neil Sean. And he is always posting, like, new Lamborghinis, new guitars, oh, big wife with coats and all kinds of stuff. He is always spending money. Jonathan Cain, well, he, Jonathan Cain. money. Jonathan Cain says of Neil, he has ignored the countless financial advisors and accountants he has fired over the past several years who have tried in vain to help him. Again. These guys are supposed to be on the stage in January to begin a U.S. tour. What are the chances that that's going to happen? All the stuff I saw online was, well, bring back Greg Raleigh. <laughs> so, I, well, but if Jonathan Cain, if he doesn't want to go, I mean, I don't know how all that works. If Jonathan Cain says, you're not firing me, I'm staying in the, I don't know how all that works. I mean, because he's been in the band for a long time, too. Some Bob Dylan fans are not happy with old Bob. It's over $600 they spent. Bob's got a book out now, and his publishing company offered some kind of deal where for $600, you get the book and an autograph from Bob in the book. Well, these folks got their books and found out that these weren't real Bob autographs. They were auto pen reproductions. Simon & Schuster is apologizing and uh, sending the money back to those people. And I finally got through the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame HBO special, the Hall of Fame induction special that aired over the weekend. I got through it last night, and I, I did like it, even though it's mostly pop artists in the Hall of Fame now. But it, it did have some pretty good moments. Pat Benatar sounded good. Dolly Parton sounded really good with her her rock. She made like a, uh, there was almost like a customized rock song for the Hall of Fame that she did at the end to kind of poke fun at herself, which was really good. And Rob Halford came out and sang with Dolly. 
But yes, they did Rob together. Ju- Judas Priest came out and sang, yes. Duran uh, Duran, I thought they were pretty good. Dave Grohl came out with Lionel Richie and, uh, and jammed on Easy. But out of all the performers, I got to say, my, my favorite and the one that just sounded the best and still in prime, I mean, Eminem was out there and everything else, was Rob Halford. He sounded. His voice is awesome. Oh, my gosh. At 71 years of age, he was, gosh, he was great. The band was great. Here And here he is uh, from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Hello. I'm the gay guy in the band. You see, that there is what heavy metal is all about. We call ourselves the heavy metal community, which is all-inclusive. doesn't matter what your sexual identity is, what you look like, color of your skin, the faith that you believe in or don't believe in. Everybody's welcome. People on the outside looking in uh, to heavy metal kind of look at us and, you know, uh, a little bit scared, but please, um, you've seen it here tonight. Uh, we're all about the power and the emotion and the dedication and the love of heavy metal that we've been carrying for 50 heavy metal years. <laughs> when Priest first came out here in the, um, in the 70s and we opened up for bands like Molly Hatchet and Oreo Speedwagon, we went on and people were like, what the hell is this? And 20 minutes later, we had them stamping their feet and throwing up the horns of heavy metal. So that's what we've loved doing for 50 years, and we wish we could have another 50 years. But the joy about music is that it lives forever. And uh, that's uh, the reason that we're here. We live for heavy metal, we live for music, and we live for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. Judas Priest, Red and John, KISM.